0: Welcome to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with your host, Dee Lee. It is common for all of us to take things for granted, the familiar in our daily lives. For example, our home, our job, our health, our relationships with family and friends and pets. By paying attention and polishing your own life gems, you can add your light to life. And that creates a Mighty gem. On today's program, you will learn how paying attention to the small things can make your life mighty. So, polish the facets of the extraordinary jewels around you by joining your host, Dee Lee. Learn how being mighty is possible when you polish the extraordinary jewels in your life. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee.
1: Welcome to our show, Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels. My name is Dee Lee, and today I'm here with our guest host, Lynn Rel. I could be a ghost host, too. You could be ghost host. I, mean, I may be practicing for Halloween here. <laughs> with most of our focus having been on empowerment, and we're on the empowerment show... Uh, most of us are a bit more awake than we used to be and are starting to really take a look around within and outside of ourselves. In our Mighty Jim series, we have been talking about um, a lot of balance perspectives and reflectives. And today we're actually taking a close look at visualization and being mindful. I know those are terms that are trendy and uh, there's been a lot of use of them. Um, A.L. Linnell said um, visualization and belief in a pattern of reality activates the creative power of realization and sometimes we feel like our mind has its own agenda and we are just following along like we're uh, observing and maybe we're not observing we're just acting but mindfulness is a particular way of paying attention and having an active awareness of purpose. So you can actually bring some clarity and insights into your experience along with um, active participation. It applies to a range of focus areas like sensory inputs, thoughts, emotions, and helping to create space for self growth. When you are awakened to your own purpose and your possible potential you have an immediate uh, availability to focus, and you can learn. You can have empathy and really have options for any kinds of um, situations that you might need to look for some kind of a resolution. You can also focus better, feel more calm, and have better impulse control. Enjoy being really self-aware. And today we're discussing in some ideas here with um, – being empowered with actually being able to have the potential to make progress toward your desired life targets, which what is a life target? You know, it's really um, mindful mapping. And again, there's the mindful, which we're going to talk about Um, actually having a point so that you can pinpoint where you're wanting to go. And, uh, There's a a quote, what your mind, I think it was Napoleon Hill said, what your mind can conceive, your body can achieve, or something along that line. And so, we're we're shooting for the moon, but, you know, Lynn, how about landing on a star? (laughs) I'm
2: good with that. (laughs) I'm all about that. Although right now I'm having a, I'm blaming astrology for a few things in my life right now. So I uh, don't know.
1: <laughs> stay away Me
2: and the stars got to have a talk.
1: <laughs> you can talk to them from way out there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Different perspectives. <laughs> right. <laughs> so visualization um, has been a term that has also, you know, that's a big mouthful. And some people say, well, does it really work? How do you know that it does? And so we can take some uh, looks, look back at different movies and not that we want to just say, well, it was in the movies, you know, that's reality. But um, it's really uh, having an opportunity to test it out in your own space, too. I mean, it's something where um, it's part of becoming an expert in when you learn more and more about something, you can become an expert as you're practicing. So um, it's one of those areas where our minds have so much more power than we've actually used them for, which is um, kind of interesting because the uh, different ways that uh, people actually visualize can be, um, I mean, people do it in different ways. Have you noticed that, Lynn? Lynn?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, and studies show that, uh, even professional athletes, competitive athletes who visualize their outcomes do better when they're in the game. Even if they don't pick up their, uh, if they, you know, a tennis player or whatever, if they don't pick up the actual equipment, but they just visualize themselves, they do better even than hours of practice because they've played it through in their own mind. So, yeah, visualization really works. So, you have to be careful
1: what what you want to focus on, too.
2: Yeah. It'd be Jumanji, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see an elephant in my living room. Boof! (laughs) (laughs) So, Ah. Vinnie Farrow wrote an article recently for the um, Mindful magazine, and I don't know if you've checked that out or not, but um, that was something that popped up um, here in the August issue, and um essentially what is showing is there's a lot of preconceived notions about uh, and stories about what does it take um and so the path of mindfulness and awareness kindness and compassion takes us into a deep knowing you know if you allow yourself to get there i mean some people are just it takes a while to really uh get space and time to really uh, have time to focus. And um, here are some steps to actually consider. Um, based upon some of the information, you can find yourself trapped in a habit pattern. So what you, what you want to do is, is actually think about what you're trying to do. And so you're visualizing where you're wanting to go with this too. So Lynn, in some of your dealings with clients, um, have you had any interesting situations where um, someone was you know trying to actively do something with a situation and um, how they came through that I know you've been coaching for quite a few years with different people in their businesses and um, I know that as people practice you know it actually becomes easier
2: Absolutely. One of my clients wanted to lead women's empowerment groups, but she had never done that before. She just liked women and she liked groups and she thought, well, I'll just get a bunch of women together and make it be about (laughs) self-empowerment. So she didn't know what the heck she was doing, but she sat down, she visualized it and her assignment was to do it for 11 minutes a day. She had to do that for at least nine days running. uh, And um, that was the message that I got for her and she sat down she did it and uh, after that she conceived of how she wanted to do it she found a place she found a a theme for it she put the word out to people she knew and she asked them to bring people they knew she had 45 women there oh my gosh
1: Mm -hmm. boom (laughs) visualization the stars were listening
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, there they were. They were. Well, you know, visualization really just means recreating all the images and sounds and feelings in your mind surrounding an activity in order to practice it in a perfect environment. So, you know, and anybody can really do that. You know, you can visualize having, you know, the perfect cup of coffee. You can visualize taking the perfect morning walk. Um, You know, now your body probably is going to want to do it too, but, (laughs) you know,
1: you still, you can visualize it and know it's going to go well. Well, what do you do if you visualize having a cup of coffee, but you forgot to buy a pound of beans? Well,
2: uh you might find that someone brings it to you. Okay. You might find that you stop off at Starbucks. You'll still have your perfect cup of coffee. It just may not happen in that way or it might happen the next day, you know. So or you might decide, you know what, I'm going to go and I'm going to try that new little roaster and I'm going to go down the street and then you f- discover a new brand of coffee. You know, so it can come in different ways. So even if the mundane hasn't quite, you know, the, the, the mundane meaning the everyday world that you see around you right now, even if the mundane world hasn't quite corroborated your visualization, your vision, uh, it will still come to pass, um, although it may not be in the way that
1: you thought that it would. Huh. Mm -hmm. So you have to be open for being able to not just visualize and have it show up as you expected, but being able to be open for whatever does show up.
2: Oh, yeah. Synchronicity. You have to watch Mm -hmm. for synchronicity. You have to be willing to receive what comes in. Um, You need to be able to get creative about that. You know, um, you know, for example, I visualized before I knew I was moving, I visualized living in an amazing space and feeling good and seeing blue skies and having mountains. I thought, well, pff, that's not going to really happen in Austin. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's just not the way it is, you know? So, uh, and you know, voila, three months later, that's exactly what I have. And I did not know that I was moving at the time that I was visualizing it. I had no plans and really no desire. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I didn't think I had the resources, didn't have the time, didn't have the energy. I thought, what am I going to do? And I literally, within six weeks, I picked up my life, left, and now I'm living the life of my dreams, what I visualized. So I've just had a recent, you know, personal experience with that. It really does work. Even if you don't know all the details, the details really aren't, um... As important as the feeling that you get in having the visualization.
1: Mm-hmm. Because when you visualize, you can actually have hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a part of it, too.
2: Well, and you resonate with it. And what you're doing is you're lining up your energetic frequency with it in such a way as to call it into yourself. So, when, you, when you're feeling it, it, it
1: happens. <laughs> well, and, and also, it's so simple. That's where I think a lot of us make it more complex. Um, basically, well, it sounds simple by controlling your mind and looking at images and getting an idea of what you're trying to point to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of being open to uh, doing a little bit of mapping for yourself as to where you're trying to go. It's it's like I think setting out on a road trip. You know, if someone forgets to bring a map along, um, that could be very interesting.
2: Well, it can be. It can take you to new places. You know, somebody might say, you know, I'm in New York and I'm just, I just, I'm, I'm visualizing, myself, visualizing myself in San Diego. So, but when they say, you know what, I'm surrendering how I get there, they may go via North Dakota, down to Florida, up to Washington, ponging over to, you know, Vegas, and then zing zanging into San Diego. Like, it may not turn out to be the straight shot you would think it would be. But you have exactly the experience you're supposed to have.
1: Well, so, that's part of being open, too, in, in this process, you know, that it's, it's one of those, I think, where we start thinking too much, you know, planning mm-hmm. too much, and then we get too much expectation going.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that expectations that, will mess you up because you can't
1: be attached. No.
2: You just have to know it's there. It's going to happen.
1: Like, you know, you're a man or a woman with that kind of certainty. It's like, oh, there it is. Well, and it's part of, I think, floating in a direction that uh, you want to go. Not floating, but focusing. And as you start seeing things happen more and more and are feeling them, it's really, I think, um, that's part of the frustration people have is that it, it does seem simple. It's not like black and white. Mm -hmm. You you do have to be open and you have to be awake so you know it's kind of like watching the road signs go by. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it it really does take some, some planning, but it also takes practice.
2: Well, and it takes just being in the moment, too. One of the things that a lot, many people, I will say, have um, issues around abundance. And so when working with my clients, I'm like, okay, let's get that handled. What does it feel like to be abundant? What would you experience? Well, I'd be more relaxed. I'd be happier. I could take time to call my friends for a few more minutes. I might take some time off and go see a matinee movie. And of all the things that they list, like most of them, 95% of them, do not cost any more money. Mm-hmm. So if you can get in the space where you decide you're going to be more relaxed and do more self-care and go to that matinee movie and start doing those things that make you feel wealthy and abundant and prosperous, then you start attracting wealth and abundance and prosperity.
1: Well, that's interesting, too, how those come along, and it's it's easy to get excited when you first start. Um, your, your mind is is manifesting or woman-festing, whatever, <laughs> and things start happening. I mean, you can get very excited. I mean, I've been getting very excited about certain things, too. And it's it's like, wow, you know, this does work. So, it's like a snowball. Mm-hmm. You know, it rolls along and it collects the the uh, snow. So, pretty, pretty soon, you've got this great big ball rolling forward. And, um, you know, it might be hard to keep up with it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's really not just getting it started but also what do you do with this so that you can keep up with it you know and it's really um, basically having it so that you can slow yourself down a little bit too I mean in there because you know for myself I don't want to just have everything happening it's it's a bit challenging to keep up with sometimes but when you get into a flow that's where it's, it's, it does feel a lot better because then you allow yourself to really move with whatever that pace is or the vibration.
2: Well, another way to think about it is really you're affecting the world by achieving the vibration that brings the signals and experiences to you. Mm-hmm you create a, a little nucleus, a vortex that the universe or source or whatever has to respond around. And that is how you become a co-creator with all that is, you know, to get out there a little bit. And, you know, I, I can go woo woo, but you know, really the reality is you're just lining up your energy so that you attract that, which res- resonates with that in the world around you. So well,
1: it, it, it's also how your mindset looks at that activity. Like um if you start, thinking about a certain environment that you want to have and pretty soon you know if you're thinking about it from one perspective um, where you're just an outsider looking in that's a different feeling than if you're seeing yourself in that environment or doing certain activities as the person you're watching and so if you're practicing this in your mind where you're actually putting yourself in the scenery um, it's a different feeling than if you're sitting on the sideline. Oh, totally, totally. It's, it's, yeah, it's very interesting.
2: Immersion versus observation makes a big difference.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's more chance that um, as you practice, you know, putting yourself in this, um, it's almost like watching a movie or being in the movie. Mm-hmm. Or if your mm-hmm. life is a movie, you know, maybe that's, <laughs> that could be appropriate. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you could be running your own script but well um, are we <laughs> you know really <laughs> yes we are running our own script <laughs> and mm-hmm. outcomes and whatever but that's where people I think can work on the practice of the skill and wake up um, themselves and really with that practice being able to have it uh, show up more often mm-hmm. so um you know it's 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 not just visualization it's also the expectation that you have for yourself to um have something show up yeah it's a knowingness in, yeah. and deep inside the more that you you actually feel that the more likely it will be there mhm so yeah.
2: And, you know, the other thing is that, you know, it's almost like if you, what would you dream of if you didn't know, think you could fail? You know, people ask that question. That's really another key to visualization. You don't want to make it about, oh, this is what I think I can have. It's about this is what I really want. You've got to go big with visualization.
1: <laughs> well, and, you know, being in a, in the stand, from a standpoint of talking to your sp- or speaking to yourself, because it's more than likely you're going to have this as a conversation. Um, basically, um, we're uh, we're going to be uh, ready to um, take a break here. Sounds like. Yeah, I think it's about time, actually. So, um, why don't we visualize a commercial, and then we'll
0: be right <laughs> back. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. Inteliki dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the inteliki to become a cat. So what is human inteliki? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humaninteleki.com. Be who you are here to be, and remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humaninteleki.com. That's human, E N T E L E C H Y.com. Have you ever met a muse? Or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. are listening to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show.
1: Welcome back to Mighty Gems. We are visualizing all over the place. <laughs> and um, basically, the secret to visualization is to um, really be clear in your mind what you're trying to visualize, too. I mean, I think that's part of um, some challenges, you know, the, the fact that we don't allow our minds to be clear. we We get pretty muddled and maybe we're too tired and we're... Um, not allowing ourselves to actually uh, quiet our mind because relaxing your mind and being more open is one of the criteria for wanting to have, you know, more space in your brain. And, um, you know, some of it is really what do you want things, what things do you want to have show up? Not just things, but what outcomes do you want in there? And as you're, Really pinpointing these different things, um, you want to be clear as to what does it really feel like Um, because the more that you can put your position in or yourself in the active role, then it's more likely that the universe is going to be out looking for what you have put in your mind that you would like because if there's not a clarity, then the universe is trying to figure that out and that doesn't work very well. I mean they're, they'll they'll come up with all kinds of things. Do you want one of these? No. Do you want one of these? No. Well, um let's let's get to the point here.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, it could be chaotic. It could be multiple options. It could be things that you didn't even think about knowing that you wanted that you might end up with. You might get the thing that you want, but in the, you know, in a color or in a different way or from a different person. You know, it just it comes like with little kind of <laughs> You know, where you kind of like <laughs> cock your head sideways and go, what? You know, so the more focus that you have, the more that, uh, the more clarity. Clarity is manifestation. So, you know, if you have confusion or if you're feeling kind of empty or lost when you're thinking around it, um, you know, one of the things that you can do is go back to your past and s- look at how you created what you wanted then and then bring that forward so you're really kind of looking for your um manifestation your secret formula for manifestation how have you made things happen and then think about how you thought about the thing that it is that you brought in (laughs) so that can be helpful
1: well there's some some other thoughts here too about um you know, visualizing images. How does someone visualize an image? And that's where it's different for every person, too. I mean, you can um, visualize a thing and it's better for the clarity for the universe sometimes to be more general, not specific. But one of the images that um, I've been playing with this for myself has been... um, looking through a stained glass window and that's kind of an interesting image because a stained glass window can be either totally like a glass or it can have ridges and and design and character and so it's been an interesting um, experiment so I don't know if you've ever tried tried anything like that but uh, I usually use a prism.
2: Okay. I like to see what comes out the other side of the prism.
1: Yeah, and I, that's maybe what I was get alluding to because the colors can be bent, and they can be. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting by having not just pure glass, but really trying out. It, it becomes a mind game almost. You know, because mm-hmm. it takes it's, like, a it's a practice. It's a practice of mm-hmm. um, looking at things with a different perspective.
2: And it's against the grain of, you know, how other people usually do it. You know, Mm -hmm. um, most people, the civilians, you know, they they know not what they do. (laughs) Sure, sure. So, you know, they're just kind of living their lives. They're not really thinking about, you know, how cool it is to think of yourself as, you know, a stained glass window and what are you seeing and, you know, using those kind of techniques. Some of my clients literally cannot see things in their mind's eye. They just don't have it. They're not Mm -hmm. there. So, um, you know, if you tell them to visualize, they got nothing, nothing, but... If you say, well, you know what, how does your body feel? Oh, gosh, you should tap my knee is going off and I got the. So people will visualize in different ways. If you're not a visual type of person, that doesn't mean that you're doomed to never visualize. You just may need to do it through sounds or through experiences or memories or projections, like on a movie screen in the middle of your head, watch a movie, um, feel it in your body. There's other ways to visualize other than the one of sitting around and playing, you know, a picture in your head.
1: Well, and part of the techniques that that are available, and some people have more active imaginations than others, um, it depends upon what triggers those images. You know, is mm-hmm. is, is it a word? Is it a sound? Um, you can go into meditation. We spent some time um, previous, I think it was very helpful to kind of think in terms of meditation because there's... Uh, when you have a clear mind, you're able to actually meditate better and get more information. So that can actually help give you a better image. Um, discussions, and I, I think this is one that I've found very, very um, powerful too, is is a vision board. You know, where you actually make a poster with images because then you, you have a physical something that's an image not f- – it, it, it's not going to be floating in your mind. It's a physical something that you can see and say, well, I want to color it this way a little different. I want this a little different. Um, it can help because then it, you will be able to refer to it. And if you're um, actually talking to yourself <laughs> through the universe, you can say, universe, this is what I really want. And who knows? You know, it, it's like that could be the way that it actually shows up.
2: Vision boards are very powerful. Every one that I've ever made for myself has happened. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Um, One of my clients, well, what I have always taught, of course, because I have a feng shui background, is to look at your vision board as though it's a bagua map, you mm-hmm. know, a map of, you know, your house. And so one of my clients is very careful. She put together her vision board and she put a picture of, um, remember on Grey's Anatomy, the The doctor that was, um, uh, they called him McDreamy, Dr. McDreamy. (laughs) So she put a picture of Dr. McDreamy in her marriage area. And then she thought, oh, I want him to give me this Tiffany necklace. And it was this beautiful heart, but it had a hollow center. And she ended up meeting a doctor. They became very close, not intimate. And he finally confessed to her after a year that he was not really interested. But, you know, gosh, isn't it great? They're such good buddies. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yep. Exactly what she had asked for without knowing it. Yeah. And and Mm -hmm. one of those uh, vision boards can be almost like a little scene in a movie. So you could actually have several different vision boards based upon mm-hmm. different parts of what you're focused on. So um well if you get several going though, just know your life's gonna be hopping. Oh <laughs> <well>, yeah. And <laughs> that you could becoming uh, a a mind movie in reality. Uh, moving mm-hmm. moving it along. So um mm-hmm. that's that's very interesting.
2: Yeah, and one of the, a a quick tip on that, if uh, whoever's listening, if you decide you want to do a vision board, um, take the end result of what you've put together to a Staples or an Office Max or one of those office stores and have them run it through the little, um, myelinator, you know, so it becomes, um, sealed in plastic. It just makes it nice and, you know, it's, uh, it keeps it, it protects it.
1: Well, and those are, yeah, people might have them up on a refrigerator and point to them and take, you know, touch them and. Um, they could become very uh, different from when you first started putting them together. Yeah,
2: or they could fall apart. You know, the glue might dry off or whatever. So, yeah, just
1: run them through the little myelinator thingamajiggy. So, once you have a vision um, that actually uh, is created uh, in reality – um, it would be interesting to put your vision board away and then see how long the reality lasts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it is it something that um, goes forward into time, or is there some way is there something that you have to actually maintain? Well, I I'm a big
2: fan of compassionate detachment. It's like once you know it's going to happen, why do you need to focus on it anymore? Because mm-hmm. you know it's coming.
1: That's interesting.
2: Mhm
1: it's um part of the the whole effort here too is um in your mind i mean the mind is such a powerful tool you know what is um you know part of the discussion is mindfulness what what is mindfulness you know it's 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 there is mindlessness <laughs> <laughs> what is you know mindfulness you know as as we take a look at it it's really um being it's a practice it's it's again looking at what is um healthy you know is there's a concentration it's it it's really taking time to quiet and have a your mind have time to concentrate and pay attention to the thoughts and sensations that are coming up um and when you pay attention, you're really kind of turning your your sight inside to your inner self and taking time somewhere. You know, you're sitting and you're thinking and you're also relating to um, something that's flowing through your mind. So, it really is having whatever tools you need to capture what's floating in there or as you're trying to um, capture some of these ideas because – Um, we are all very busy and our minds are very much tuned to being busy. I think people get to a position where they feel bored and so they have to try to keep their mind active or they're, they're feeling like they're not doing something. So that's
2: well. I think John Kabat-Zinn said that mindfulness is paying attention on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally to the unfolding experience moment to moment. Hmm.
1: That's pretty powerful.
2: Hmm. Um, and just uh, you know, a couple of basic definitions: the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. Or, a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations, often used as a therapeutic technique.
1: So, being mindful, then, if you take a look at what, it, it's almost like filling your mind. And what are you filling, filling it with? Well, and being aware of what you're filling it with. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so you have to release what's in there it's the busy street (laughs) of everything coming in and out and um, it feels like you're standing or sometimes it feels like you're standing on a street corner um, where everything's rushing back and forth and you're trying to get across the street maybe Um, and a bus is coming along and people are climbing out of the bus and it's just which way do you go Um, so it's almost like taking that scene and then stopping the action so you can actually pinpoint. yeah i mean that was I,
2: yeah but i think a lot of people are going to go ugh i can't stop my life i can't stop my brain i can't stop my mind you know i think like that's one way that's the way i like to do it personally and the best way for me to do it is by water mm-hmm. but i think another way is to actually use the power of the mind to concentrate Mm -hmm. And really just focus on one thing over and over and over and over. Like your mantra, I am that I am, I am that I am, I am that I am, I am that I am. Like just, there's no room for anything else but that. And that's a different way to get to that place where it empties out, but you're not realizing it's empty because you're in that state of concentration. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. And I think that might be where someone would want to start. Yeah, It's it's really how does one... um, I mean, we know that it, it helps our well-being. We know that it helps our health. Um, and this is where what is interesting with a lot of mind kind of um, practicing and knowledge is we know this information, but why don't we apply it? You know, that's part of the practice and application. And it's really um, because mindfulness is, is such a, I mean, it requires practice. You can't just say, yeah, I'm going to be mindless or I'm going to be mindful. (laughs) 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 Well, you could try. um, But your mind is going to go, well, wait a minute. You know, wait a minute. Um, And so you're really focusing, like you're saying, the mantra. um, If you're practicing on a certain subset of something, um, it's really um, taking the time to evaluate what is What is it doing for you uh, because that that mantra is going to have a purpose and a timing um, if you do, If you feel like it's it's increasing you know the opportunities for you to feel more less stress or get better mindful activities going then and you feel better i mean there it's like the cause and the effect. Where you want to um, find out if it, it's really having a result somewhere, um, or at least that's my interpretation. Because otherwise, it feels like, well, why am I doing this? I have so many other things to do. What's what's the purpose?
2: Well, sometimes I think when you start to to do this, it's almost like you got to blow out your mental carburetor. You know, it's yeah. like all the gunk comes up. It's like, oh, I got to get the laundry done. I got to do this, and you know, da, da da da. Well, your mind is just trying to clear itself. It's kind of the backlog of stuff um you know and so uh i think that's one issue that you know people just need to be aware of that it might take a week or 10 days even before your mind really set gets to settle because it's like okay it's expressed itself so you know when when there's time and space for it to do what it needs to do for you then you know, it can do its job, and then when it's done that, then you can actually relax um, into a different kind of space. Um, And another way that I heard is to single task. You know, multitasking is all about distraction, getting multiple things done. Well, single tasking is putting all of your concentration, attention, and focus on one thing, petting the dog, flossing your teeth, you know. Taking
1: a walk is one it's way I've been walk. doing that, too. I mean, because then you really, you're, immersing, you're immersion into a different environment, even if it's walking around your neighborhood.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, if,
1: you, if you really, you can control how fast you walk, unless somebody's chasing you, <laughs> or your dog is dragging you down the street. But um, <laughs> it's really, uh, it's been a way that I've been able to really feel some kind of result for myself because I'm able to concentrate and uh really uh and also taking my camera with me has been a great tool because then I can see a colorful flower and really go in close to the flower with the intention of seeing it through a camera lens. Sometimes I take a, you know, picture and sometimes I just look through the lens. It's a different perspective.
2: Mhm. And speaking of different perspectives, it's time to take a little break. So we'll be right back.
0: Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. IntelliKey dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the IntelliKey to become a cat. So what is Human IntelliKey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintelliKey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintelliKey.com That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com Have you ever met a muse? Or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. You are listening to Mighty Gems Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with D. Lee. To reach the program today, please call one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back
1: to Mighty Gems and today we are, um, visualizing mindfulness less mindlessness <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's not trying to just keep busy or keep our minds busy busy, but we're looking at techniques and uh, discussing you know things that might be helpful in um, coming forward with opportunities for you to slow your mind down and um, it's something that uh, a lot of um, I think a lot of focus and trends have been in looking at the effects of this too, because I think that um, they are fine. You know, they being a lot of different um, scientists and medical people have found this to be very helpful um, in different um, focuses for people on on their mental health and their physical health. And I believe it really does help in, in, Giving people an opportunity to participate, because I think that's part of the focus, too. It's really um, wanting to get started on on your own path with a tool that you can do in a lot of different ways.
2: Well, it's really about investing in yourself, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, and, and, you know, the more, it's like, it's like any other thing that's been kind of prescribed in a way. It's, you know, the more exercise you do, the healthier you are. Well, the more mindfulness and meditation and visualization you do, the more effect it usually has. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that I shared with my clients is to spend 11 minutes. And they go, what, 11 minutes? Well, that's just an odd number. Well, it's the psychic's number. That's the first thing. So it's the number of intuition. But then secondly, a lot of times once they're rolling, it's like, first of all, it's like not that long. And then sometimes they go, oh, gosh, I just kept going for like 20 minutes. It just felt so great. Sometimes people can go up to 45 minutes. You know, if you have the time, it's just so good. There are studies that show if you're looking to release weight, meditation is the most important thing that you can do And second to that is sleep. It doesn't have to do with exercise. You know, it's mindfulness and meditation, taking a break, um, sleeping, and then it's about what you eat. So, you know, it's a a
1: very different way to uh, invest in yourself. Look at it that way. And investment um, is also another one of these Mm -hmm. words where what does that mean? Because it's really paying attention. Mm -hmm. and to a detail of something and um, investing is taking time which may not be money but it is money in a sense of if you were out working you it's the currency of your life exactly Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. how do you make that choice between this option a and option b and um, that's part of the mindfulness and visualizing process of how does it feel when you're going through this, you know, is something coming along as a, um, as you're focused? Um, Are you seeing something occurring in your expectation of what you want something to have occur? So it's really um, practicing and accepting um, that things are going to happen are expecting, and then also if things are drifting or going different directions, you want to be able to at least be involved enough. It's not like you can just say, "Okay, I'm on the, I'm in the river now. I'm just going to kind of zone out," because I believe you still need to be attached. <laughs> <laughs> Mindfulness is not, and that that's where the slip of mindlessness because that's where people I think look at meditation too, and they're there's a bit of misconception about mindlessness being the result of clearing your mind. You know, it's not like somebody comes in and vacuums it. It could feel that way. You know, if your mind is just so overstressed and then you, you reach a sense of calm, that could feel very different for someone that's not used to it. And so it may be that you want to take a few moments to build up to a, Uh, an 11 minute opportunity to do something just so that you have a, a um, boundary of knowledge within yourself. And that would be very personal. Um, It might not feel comfortable.
2: That's true. It's true. Well, you know, and we're talking about visualization too. So let's contrast those two, Mm -hmm. right? So mindfulness is an awareness of the present moment. It's living here and now being free of uh, the past not worrying about the future, because everything in the here and now just is, and there is peace in that. So that's mindfulness. Visualization, for me, is actually awareness of the potential, awareness of what could be, and aligning with that frequency by putting attention on it with a, as many senses as you can in that moment. Mm-hmm. So, that's the difference for me. So, when you're doing mindful visualization, now you put it together, it's awareness of the present and how it can unfold into the potential that you want to experience.
1: And that experience is very personal. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. if if you've got a vision board and you, you're in a class, I don't know, I um, just visualizing my visual class, (laughs) Um, uh, it was very interesting because we were presented with, you know, there are probably 25 people in the class, and um, it's almost like they wheel in the, the wheelbarrow full of magazines, and okay, everybody dives into the wheelbarrow, pulls out a magazine, and they start clipping away of different things, and out come the glue sticks, and They get all slapped on a piece of paper and up comes this big, you know, wallpaper of um, visual from 25 people. I mean, it'll fill a room. So it's very interesting how out of that many people, you've got all these different excitement going on too. I mean, people are getting excited because, wow, look at this you know, here's this visuals, and then if you start seeing the pictures in the magazine of what is in your mind, I mean, that's very powerful. Mm -hmm. And then you start putting it up on the wall and going, wow, you know, someone else did this. Look at this. This is potential. So, um, it's it's one of those excitements that um, it can get very um, active when you start seeing it show up in your life. And as you're seeing it show up, you want to maintain some kind of a direction going on um, because visualization could get out of whack <laughs> if you're uh, self-directing, um, if you go to sleep <laughs> and you're, you visualize something, are you going to be able to um, actually be aware of it? So you have to be careful that as you're awakening Um, that you're doing enough with your own mind that you can, you know, practice it. So it becomes a habit to be able to keep awake.
2: Well, yeah, and they say that in the 30 minutes before you go to sleep, not before you go to bed, but before you go to sleep, that's when the veil is the thinnest. And so whatever your focus is on, you know, in that moment for visualizing or whatever you're thinking about, that's what you're going to be, um, you have extra power Let's put it that way to call that particular thing in
1: Well and, and um, concentration um, I know that's the name of a game too but you know if you your meditation, you're focusing on things and your visualization, there is concentration there. That's mm-hmm. the moment by moment focus. And so essentially as you're concentrating on any of these different techniques that we've talked about, Um, There are other ways to relax the other parts of your body, which is, you know, also attached. Um, I I have found yoga and listening to Zen or music, you know, just, you know, different calming kinds of music has been a great way for myself to really position my mind because then I'm not thinking in terms of some of the, the busyness. And the music helps to really get it get my mind lined up, because then I, I'm, as I'm practicing this more and more, now mine is more in the morning, um, I do this real early in the morning as I do my meditation, and it's it's starting to become very habitual, so that it's almost now that as I uh, have been listening to a, a certain subset of music, if I hear that music elsewhere, um, I feel a shift in myself, you know, I'm I'm now starting to a sense when I'm listening else outside of you know hearing it with headphones, it does have an effect in my body, which my mind follows. Now I don't know if that's just more practice, but um, that's been very interesting effect.
2: Yeah, you've changed your neural pathways for sure,
1: and I, that's been just recently that I've been finding this um, happening. So I'm I'm actually shifting. In my within myself, and also how I relate to others outside. So I'm not in that level of um, same. Um, a, I guess it's very experienced. Um, I'm I'm able to kind of have a higher perception of what's going on, and it's been very weird, <laughs> 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 because you know, and, and weird being in a in a good way, if you will. It's it's really Practicing it and practicing it and having that faith that your practice is going to show up with something that's going to feel good and it is very powerful
2: yeah we um when I was doing some of my training as um, a professional intuitive, one of the things that we did was we took a piece of paper, just a regular piece of plain paper typing paper, we put it on the floor, and we stood on it and we imagined in our we closed our eyes, imagined and visualized ourselves as feeling so refreshed, like we just had the best night 's sleep ever. Oh, my gosh, how invigorated we felt and what it felt like to be there, you know, in that kind of high energy state. And then we took the pieces of paper, we set them aside. And then a half an hour later, you know, it was kind of a pop quiz. It was like, oh, get out your piece of paper and go stand on it Mm, (laughs) and see what you feel. And it, even in that short of time, it actually worked. It was like people went, oh, wow, I feel more awake. I thought I was going to have to take a nap. Now I'm ready to go
1: again. <laughs> well, And that shifts, that shift of um, the mind also can affect your body. And just as you're explaining, I've had a sense sometimes where I feel tired and mm-hmm. I've been going and doing and my mind's been busy and focused and um, my body feels tired, but by really connecting and reconnecting myself again to this inner being of calm, um, even if for 20 minutes, I come away from that and I'm full of energy. So it, it's like a, a, um, an ability to reconnect to that, that source of energy so that my body aligns itself, I guess, because it's saying, Well, now here's my mind saying, Wait, Why are you so tired? <laughs> We haven't been doing anything. You know, my (laughs) mind's been taking all the time here to do this. But, you know, it's very interesting because my body doesn't feel tired. So it's really um, taking time to try these different ideas out on your own because the mindful visualization is really uh, a very concentrated effort for you to get more control over your ability to um, have – Things going in the flow of what you're looking for, and mm-hmm. um, not just looking for, it, but actually, you know, it's having it there so that you can experience it. Because that this is one of the areas that really helps in the um, search of true true happiness too. I mean, this is part of the foundational part because we're really wanting to have ourselves in the ability to be in the moment, because that's really where we're relating to things and able to experience things. So uh, mindfulness moment, I guess, is another popular uh, focus. And it's really, uh, it comes from some application in clinical psychology, but this is really defined as a moment-by-moment awareness of your thoughts, your feelings, your body sensations, and relating it to your environment. So as you... Are focusing on this, you know, from the mind's perspective out to the other environment, you know, essentially it's, um, you're merging a lot of your focus. It's not just on the inside, which is a lot of listening to yourself with a meditation possibly, but you're also relating it to a reality and that can become very powerful.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you can even use your own breath. You use your breathing, -hmm. You know, people talk about that, but once you get into the rhythm of that, then when you're in that space, start inviting, um, what What's your next step? Or what's the thing that you're looking for? Or, you know, what's a true, what's your next desirable state of being? And allow it to come into you or to emerge within you, really, is probably the better way to say it. Because you have all the answers. It's just you need to um, sometimes surface them. Well, and, and your sen,
1: your variety of senses, too. That's being aware mm-hmm. of the sense and how does it feel and how does it relate? You know, are you picking up other contexts as you're listening to yourself and in, in the result of what you're experiencing as you practice, because I think that's very individual.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and people who are drawn to listening to this program are generally going to be people who are, you know, not the average civilian. The people listening to this program are uh, interested in consciousness, in self-empowerment, in being a mighty muser, really contemplating about life. And so, Um, the people listening to this show are probably going to have a fairly um, interesting, lively and potentially profound experience when they step into a mindful visualization process for themselves. I think it's, it's going to be powerful.
1: And that's the, that's the source for some of the powerful nuggets of true happiness.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: as we, um, our almighty gems essentially we've been we're sparkling (laughs) and we're focusing on value of what our uh, gem is as we are and we really are out there prospecting with trying out different tools and seeing how they affect us Um, and really taking the time to relate it to others and to ourselves and you know, it's not just a reflection. It's, it is it is a true reflection as you get more and more used to it and you start being not just within yourself but also being without, well, <laughs> outside. Yes. And Buddha said… I'd like to be without myself. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a little interesting. Right. The, the trouble is you think you have time and… As we know, a lot of journeys you know, take time, and we suggest that now is a good time. So, as we continue to connect to ourselves, within ourselves and without ourselves, <laughs> outside ourselves, um, to nature and to others, you know, one insight, one choice, one action, we are finding it very fascinating, and it's exciting to see what's happening. We're prospecting, and that's exciting. Um, We're sparkles, that's exciting. And Buddha also said, in the sky there is no distinction of east and west. People create distinctions out of their own minds and then believe them to be true. So we're really looking at the visualizations and the mindful, mindless, if you want. Mm -hmm. Um, We just want to be suggesting that you be careful what you do believe. So join us next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great weekend and visualize what you're looking for.
0: Thank you for joining D. Lee for Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week.